is Melancholy Geek, episode 13, The Depression, Impression, Confession. Welcome to Melancholy Geek, where you get the thoughts and opinions of a geek with depression. My name is Preston, and I'm going to start off with a few definitions. Today is a special episode. First, a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an immediate event or something with an uncertain outcome. That is an anxiety. Next, an inability to remain focused on task, impulsive behavior, and excessive activity, or an inability to sit still. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD. Next, a condition of persistent mental and emotional stress occurring as a result of injury or severe psychological shock, typically involving disturbances of sleep and consistent vivid recall of experience with dulled response to others and to the outside world. Post-traumatic stress disorder. Lastly, an illness that involves the body, mood, and thoughts, and that affects the way a person eats, sleeps, feels about himself or herself, and thinks about things. Depression. So for a few news, uh, and some of you I'm sure are familiar with this, uh, uh, Bell, which is one of our largest telecoms here in Canada has been championing a what's called a let's talk movement. Uh, so they're, they're, it's a focus to help remove the stigma from mental illness and educate everyone along the way. Uh, it's pretty prominent and it's pretty cool. Uh, it's been encouraging everyone affected directly or indirectly to share their stories. Uh, I haven't really participated before, even though I certainly have my share of stories to share. Share of stories to sh- share of stories to share. Um, but considering I have this medium, I figured uh, this year is is the year for me. Uh, I'm going to start off with something local that many of um, many people, if there's anybody listening locally, family or friends that actually uh, are listening to this, they, they've already know about this, but I'm going to break it down. And give, you, give my perspective on, on the ordeal from afar and from my own personal experiences. And then I'm going to share my own um, it's probably not what anyone would think it is it's something I've only told three people about and only one of them I was actually close to and none of them have been family so (laughs) if my family is listening to this I'm sorry uh, but I think you all know that these things are not easy to talk about. 
and it feels like a burden to bring bring this out and expose to others and that's that that feeling is really what this is all about so let's get into it so in september 2017 uh Victoria Best of Clarenville, Newfoundland, Canada, of course, uh, my hometown, uh, was honored one of the 150 faces of Clarenville. This was a project tied to the 150th birthday of Canada. So, you know, it's a local, local thing to show off and uh, bring it out there. Uh, she shared this honor with her grandfather, Fred Best, who uh, was former mayor uh, until recently, if I'm not mistaken, and he was mayor as long as I can remember prior to that. Uh, so for this acknowledgement, uh, she had been introduced, and I quote, an extremely talented young woman, a dedicated music teacher, a hardworking volunteer for causes like the ex SPCA, and a tireless advocate for mental health, unquote. One reason, of course, she was an advocate for mental health was because she suffered from it. So on October 18th, this is all based off of information that I read online, so I apologize to anyone listening if, if you know this is not quite accurate. I did my best. Uh, on October 18th, after weeks of dealing with an ec extra rough time, Victoria went into a local hospital to seek help. Nothing really unusual there. She told him that she was having a crisis, didn't feel safe to drive, couldn't recall the past seven hours, and needed a psychiatric assessment. What she received after two hours was an appointment 24 hours later and as she quoted, she was shown the door. So what this resulted in, which is why this movement is, is a good thing, is her, sorry, that's uh, not where I, I what this actually resulted in was her feeling more hopeless than when she actually went to the hospital. So by seeking help for her situation, it had turned, made her worse. So she had felt that since she was well-spoken and hadn't actually harmed herself, that she was turned away. So why now to why this is a good uh, thing for this this situation this this uh, thing that Bell's championing is she took to Facebook and broke down her entire experience where I got a lot of this information and urged a change to the system that had failed her and was clearly failing others. Now, even though she was from my hometown. I did not know Victoria, but from all accounts, it seemed that P 
people saw her a, as a pillar of community and was actually managing uh, her, her struggle with mental illness. This all said, on December 11th, 2017, that struggle ended and Victoria took her own life. Victoria was 27 years old. So these are the kind of things that I'm bringing to you to put forward what, what really, really happens with mental illness. Um, through my research about her situation, I found her obituary, of course, and I'd like to bring that up. Um, first line specifically. Uh, quote, passed away suddenly after a courageous battle with mental illness, unquote. I would like to give my thoughts and opinions specifically on that and uh, specifically on the word courageous. It takes daily and consistent courage to both push through mental illness and to be an astounding person that she seemed to be. However, it also takes immense courage to decide that you've had enough and ended. A lot of people would disagree with that. And, you know, I respect it, but it's not true. Uh, so if for some reason there's family or friends of Victoria listening, please know that I am speaking based off my own opinion, which have been formed with and by my own experiences with mental illness. I have respect for her being the person that I'm not sure I ever could be, to be a pillar of anything. And I wish that I had actually had the pleasure of knowing her personally. I give my sympathies, sincere sympathies to all of her friends and family, if you're listening. I'm sorry for your loss. So that's, that's one person experience. Now, what is actually pretty good about that is that did spark a, a change in the way a lot of people locally um, have actually reacted and treated and thought about Ill, uh, mental illness um, in Clarable and in Newfoundland because that was actually a, a, a province-wide story. So that's, that's at least something good about that. Okay. Um, all right. So let me talk about myself. Um, I'm sorry ahead of time. This is unexpectedly more difficult than I thought it would be. But uh, I'm going to try to get through it. So... Um, I have to give a preface to some stuff here. So, uh, 
I, I've gone into my uh, some details on my own experiences in my first episode. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure I mentioned that when I was 18, I tried to kill myself. Failed. Obviously. Um, and and it's, it's certainly something I won't forget. And uh, I had those, I have those feelings consistently and I expressed it a few, uh, maybe a year and a half to two years later to someone I was going to college with. And uh, thankfully she took me seriously, though I'm not sure if I was serious, but I damn well felt it. And uh, that ended up with me going to hospital uh, for about 10 days. That was not a fun experience. <laughs> um, I have had thoughts of suicide since that day. Not very often, but often enough. But one thing that's been pretty consistent since, since then is that I never worry or think or consider that I'll actually take action on that. <laughs> Funny enough, it's more that I'm worried about my family and how that would how that would affect them. So and that's still the case here. So let's, to start the story, I'm going to have to kind of give you a little, I guess, prelude or something like that. So it starts in 2013 uh, with meeting a lady. Uh, after a short period, uh, we had known pretty quickly that we had some many things in common. One, of course, was our, both of us, and our own experiences with uh, mental illness. Uh, that soon a, uh, a trust developed, and as she didn't have any options at the time, because of her circumstances, I invited her to stay with me in my own home. She had been in a car accident and been assaulted within a short period of time. So that ended up adding, adding PTSD to her, her own already present depression and anxiety. Uh, throughout that time, of course, she's had her ups and downs, as are to be expected. But uh, she had made progress, as a lot of us do. Uh, she ended up getting a job at the same workplace as myself. And things were doing pretty well. One thing that didn't fluctuate, thankfully, and I'm thankful for, 
was our developing friendship that only grew. So again, um, this this particular thing is only only three people that I tell about. So now I am literally putting it online where all seven billion people, if they really wanted to, could know. I don't think that many will go and listen to this, but we'll see. Uh, many of you that know me know this part, and I don't know how much I've really expressed in previous episodes, but I don't really celebrate holidays. Uh, so, 2015 uh, was going to coming into it was coming into thanksgiving weekend uh even though i don't really celebrate i don't really argue with food so when i had the opportunity to join my girlfriend for some food with her friends i i was i agreed to it now i don't recall a lot of detail about that saturday uh of the weekend Uh, I think it was st pretty standard. I was probably playing some game or another most of that day. Or may have even seen a, a movie. That's quite often what I do. Uh, I don't I don't know for 100% certain what time of day it was. But it was early. And I was awoken what sounded like knocking. So, my thoughts were jumbled, because I really don't recall, but I, I believe I thought it was just that my friend was knocking to see if I was awake. So I just let it go. Try to go back to sleep. Then I heard another knock. I think I mumbled something like I'm asleep, going to sleep or trying to sleep. Knock, knock. Ignored it. Knock, knock, knock. At this point, I got up, headed to my door. Though when I opened my door, there was no one there. Then I heard another knock though. I looked around and saw that the bathroom light was on. So, you know, I uh, assumed that maybe there was, you know, she was in the bathroom, needed some help or whatever. So I think uh, uh, I lightly knocked on the door and spoke her name. And I, and I heard her, but faintly. So I turned the knob, gently pushed the door. It didn't really move. Pushed again. And realized there was something 
that was blocking the door. So now, <laughs> with a sense of worry, I just reacted and pushed the door in, trying to get in. And uh, pushed it enough and got inside. Have any of you had a moment where you felt that time stopped? I'm sure a lot of you have. More likely, and hopefully, it was maybe a moment with a loved one. Or maybe it was something that horrified you. She was what was blocking the door, and she was hanging by her neck from the back of it. Time kicked back in, and I didn't really think about what was happening. I reached up, pulled the cord from the hanger, and used her to the floor, then carefully removed the cord from her neck. What had been maybe 30 seconds had taken a lot out of me. So I'd slumped down next to her. But she was alive. After a little time, we spoke and determined she wasn't hurt too bad physically. I don't really remember much of what was said, but I soon went out and got my phone and called 911. So after what was likely the hardest thing ever in my life, I had to call up all of my nerve and explain to the operator that my friend, probably my best friend, had just tried to kill herself. But I did. So with health on the way, I went and prepped the front door, turned on the light, and went back next to her, trying to comfort her. I can't be 100% sure, but I believe she seemed calmer and was more comforting me. EMTs and uh, police soon showed up, and I let them in. So things pretty much went as expected at that point. Uh, an officer watched as the EMTs helped her, and uh, an officer asked me questions about what happened. Within maybe 10 minutes, she was taken away, but not before thanking me. I was now alone. After what had been the most traumatic thing I have ever experienced. And it was about 5 a.m. in the morning.
I think I wandered around my apartment for a while, soaking in what had just happened. Although I honestly don't very much recall much of what happened. I just remember I ended up on my couch and started watching TV, thinking that something, anything that I could focus on that wasn't what I just experienced. I don't know if it helped or not. Uh, a few hours later, I texted my girlfriend and told her that I, I couldn't keep those plans. This was now Sunday. And if I remember right, she asked me why. And I told her it wasn't something I can really explain over, over text. And then I think she asked me if I was all right. And of course, I told her no. Uh, it wasn't long until she, she came over to see me and check on me. So for the second time in what was hours, I had to explain to someone that my friend tried to kill herself and I had saved her life. Of course, she uh, responded what, how you would really expect anyone to respond and asked me everything that happened and I told her. But I was numb to everything at this point, speaking slowly and very low, evenly. So every once in a while I was just worried that the dam would break and the emotions would just drown me. She was as supportive as anyone could be under those circumstances. Really, what could any, anyone really do? She stayed with me held me. She had let her friends know that she couldn't make it. I don't know exactly what she told them. Though, one of them being an amazing person, clearly, brought some of the food over to, to my apartment. And uh, we ate and spent most of the day together. I did uh, manage to get through the work week that was coming. Although it's not like that experience was gone from my mind. Though, just in case, I didn't see myself. I let my manager at the time know. Just, just so that there wasn't anything crazy or, you know, questions asked or whatever. 
so my good friend tried to kill herself take her own life and thankfully I made sure she kept it though through all of that the one thing that bothers me more than anything else and it's a regret I have every time I think of it is that I almost never got up to check to find out what that knocking was she almost succeeded and it would have been because I was annoyed that I had been waking up at that hour of the day That's, that's, that's my story. So I'm sorry if there are a lot of specifics in there, but I, uh, I took the time to do that to really drive home what, what this hall is for. You don't you can't really open up without really understanding everything or trying to understand I know it's hard for people to understand don't go through it hell I go through it I've said this before and I don't understand it I'm doing this for me and I'm doing it for the same reason that Bell Let's Talk really exists and that's for everybody because mental illness affects many people and it could be you could be someone you know and we as a people need to take it seriously so that people so that what happened to Victoria doesn't happen to others what happened to my friend doesn't happen and we need better programs in place to help people like my friend and Victoria from feeling that suicide is at that time the only option or any time any enough ever an option
Um, so that's 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 the episode for today. <laughs> I know it's been a while. So my current goal is going to do this monthly. Um, even though I'm not doing great at that, uh, but we'll see what I can do. Uh, so, um, um, if you are listening to this, cause I've shared it, I'm going to be sharing this directly outside of the podcast because of what it is. Uh, if you're interested in listening to previous episodes or what I'll be doing in the future, uh, you can subscribe to the podcast uh it's melancholy geek uh you can find it on many services uh you can get directly to it through itunes by searching melancholy geek or going to melancholygeek.com which brings you to my facebook page click on the learn more link it'll take you right to itunes it's on google play just recently and i'm gonna get it as many places as i can uh, melancholy underscore geek on Twitter. Subscribe there. And outside of the podcast, though, if if you think this has put things into perspective, if you believe this helped you personally because you suffer from mental illness, or helped you understand the types of things that people go through from kind of three different situations and or uh, perspectives then then share it I'm not share it just like I said I'm putting this out there as one just as an episode the direct link to where I host it for that reason so share it with the world share it with your Facebook share it on Twitter and hopefully more people can understand even if it's a little bit what people like myself like my friend and and victoria go through thank you for listening And we'll do this again. Let's keep up talking and understanding. Bye.